Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for tuning into the show. Got a super incredible show for y'all today. I hope you're ready for this. It's about to be off the chain. That's right. We're dipping into the world of reality, and we got, man, one of the good dudes coming on and talking with us today. Uh, my man, Benzino, man, this dude is not only a, a, a hip-hop uh, uh, icon, he's also uh, a publisher and everything in between. So we'll get to talk to him about reality. We'll talk about uh, the musical stuff he's got coming up and a lot of great things. Now, let's get to this before we get going. Uh, uh, thank you to um, Colleen, Texas. Colleen, Texas. I was in Colleen, Texas this past weekend, man. Great shows out there in Colleen. And um, we, we started a new tour. Myself, J.J. Jeremiah Williamson, uh, my man, Dez White, and uh, D. Ellis joined us this weekend. I mean, we had a really good time. It's called the Heirs of Comedy, and these is these is these are all guys that have that have had opportunities to work with the kings and queens of comedy. Uh, all of us is either open for or tour with, you know, said the entertainer Steve Harvey, Monique, um, some more. Uh, personally, I've, I've had opportunity to work with almost all of the kings and queens, except. Except for a Bernie Mac, I've never worked with Bernie Mac. But other than that, I've toured with all these guys. And so we went out there. We did it in Colleen, Texas, and from Colleen, from Colleen, we went to um, where did we go? Oh, we went to Texarkana, and now Texarkana. If you, if you live in Texas, Arkansas, and the Anna is Louisiana. This place borders all three uh, states. And uh, but it's actually you know you can be in Texarkana and then there's parts of the city that's in Louisiana, there's parts of the city in Arkansas, and there's parts of the city in Louisiana, which is crazy. So uh, we had a great time out there, man. Uh, nice, nice theater we played, and uh, it's the beginning, man. It's the beginning of something big. So look out for the airs of comedy. The airs of comedy is coming at you live and direct. Um, and um, keep watching the calendar. We add dates all the time. Look like I'm gonna be going to. Um, uh, Colorado pretty soon. Houston about to get added to the calendar. So keep watching. Uh, the website is RodneyPerry.com. We've got a lot of great stuff coming. Y'all stay right here. We'll be right back. This is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. What's up, everybody around the world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Remember to follow Rodney on Twitter, at Rodney Perry. And for all of your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. Again, to stay up to date, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. What did I do with my last five hours? Let's see. I was a dietitian, a housekeeper, a pediatrician. Yeah, that was a third degree boo-boo. A housekeeper, a sanitation engineer, a housekeeper. Good thing I have five-hour energy to keep me going. What will you do with your next five hours? And I would do anything for love. Oh, I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love. But I won't do that or that or this. Hey y'all, stay right there. We come back. 
more Rodney Perry Live. What up, y'all? We are back in full effect, man. Um, I, I'm super-duper excited about getting a chance to chop it up with this dude, man. I had a chance to brush with him. I think we did Candy Coated Nights. Uh, we were there the same day one day, man, and I was really impressed with him as a human being. You know, a lot of times you meet people and you and you see them in the world of reality and you think that's them. And, you know, to meet him up close and personal is to say, this is just a solid dude, a solid cat. And uh, I'm excited to chop it up with him. Let's bring him on the line. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, my man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Benzino. How you doing, sir? I need, man. Oh, man, I really appreciate that, man. I think it means a lot coming from you, man. Definitely, man. And, and also, congratulations on everything that you've been doing, man. Man, you, you know what? I, I learned from from people like you, man. You you one of them cats. You don't let no grass grow under your feet, man. I mean, <laughs> what is it in you that keeps you creating at such a high level? Whether it's publishing, whether it's rapping, whether it's uh, any of your number of businesses you you're involved in. What's in it? What's in you that that keeps you uh, going like that, man? It's just a passion. You know, it's a passion for um. Well, first for hip hop, of course. You know, I mean, I, I fell in hip hop. I fell in love with hip hop. You know, at a at a very young age, and you know, from uh, from DJing out in the parks to having rap groups and battling, you know, with rap groups in Boston, and then just you know, my whole uh, situation with the Source magazine. And I mean, it's just been a you know, it's been a it's been a real ride. It's been a real roller coaster ride. And you know, I think the just the passion. And um and the music, you know, it's the passion for the for the for the culture and definitely the music. Wow, man! I mean, you're definitely a pioneer in in, in the hip hop game. Were you ever apprehensive about getting into the reality world? Like when they first come to you and say, "Hey, man, I want you to be a part of this reality." Were you ever like, "Man, no"? You know, I mean, at first it was like the way it happened was, you know, I just was kind of like it just kind of. I kind of just just fell into it, you know what I'm saying, as far as because Stevie was the one that I casted for it. Um, you know, I had been watching reality TV. I had been a fan, like, of the Real Housewives, and I had watched Love and Hip Hop prior to that. So, you know, I mean, it's definitely entertaining. I just felt like it was, you know, if it was going to be reality, then people could kind of really get to see the real me because I know a lot of people went off perception. And, you know, I just felt like, you know what I'm saying, definitely if, you know, if, if, if a chance was ever permitted, then you know people can really then at least, at least I mean at the end of the day, you know only 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 God can judge. So you know what I mean. It's just I, I just felt like if people were to see me on a reality show, then they would see the real me, and they you know maybe kind of dispel any notions out there of, of what they thought. Man, man, I, I got to tell you, man, I, I'm I'm a fan of the show, and again. You one of the solid male characters, and I, and I guess you can't even say it's a character because it's you. But you know, I mean, you strike me as a man of your word. If I tell you this, I'm gonna do this. What's it like to have people in your business, dude? Right. I mean, that's that's the part where you you have to get used to. Now that's the part where it took some getting used to. I mean, you know, the first season, you know, it was cool because. It kind of just show, showed me as far as how I, you know, deal as far as a relationship goes. And you know, at this point in my life, you know, I'm 47 years old, so I am looking for, you know, that that special woman at this point in my life. And I'm looking for that partner, and I'm looking for somebody to grow with. Um, I think, 
I was very vulnerable at the time, you know, and probably still am, you know, as far as, you know, because as a man, I've went through a couple, you know, I've went through some relationships and, you know, you know what I'm saying, you know, of course, in any relationship is bad and good. I just think that, you know, after a while, when you get to a certain age and you've been through so much, you kind of really know what you want by then. So you know what to look out for and you know what not to kind of fall into. So, you know, we're not perfect, you know what I'm saying? I mean, at the end of the day, it's all trial and error. And, right. you know, as far as me and Carly went, you know, I, I mean, I met her and, I, you know, I, I fell for her. And, um, you know, it was it was a, a short period of time, a couple of months and everything. But, you know, I, I'm new to Atlanta. You know, I, I lived by myself. You know, I had my kids live with me, but they went back. Um, you know, like my son is in college in Boston, and then my youngest two went back and stayed with their mother up in Jersey. So, you know, it's like I'm down here alone, you know. So, I mean, of course, I've done, you know, back in the source days, the rock the party days, I've done all the dating celebrities and going out dating. I just don't, you know, I just, I've done that. I just, that really isn't fulfilling me now. So I really believe that, right. you know, there is somebody out there, but, you know, you have to go through situations, I guess, in order to find that person. Yeah, and, and, and then, you know, the thing I would imagine is awkward is you, is going through that, with everybody's eyes on you. So, you know, do you even get a legitimate look at that other person? You know what? And that's what I kind of think, you know, because when me and Carly started dating, it was off camera. And, um, okay. you know, then I guess, you know, she she had asked if I wanted to do it. And at first I was kind of apprehensive. And um, then, you know, I, I got a call from Mona and saying, listen, you know, you're dating one of the castmates. We're doing a reality show. So, it's you know, it's – She's one of the main characters, and, you know, you're going to have to be a part of the show if you want to date her. So, you know, I was kind of giving an ultimatum almost, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I felt, I said, okay, you know what I mean, maybe I could do this. You know what I mean? Stevie's doing it. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying, I didn't I didn't kind of know what I was getting to, to be honest with you, you know, in retrospect, to see how the show's going. And that's not to say bad or good, you know, because the show has, you know, brought me to – you know, there's a there's, there's a lot of great light that that's been given to me from the show, and I appreciate Mona, VH1, and Stephan, and everybody, Stephanie, involved in it. It's just that you know, like you hit it on the head, Rodney. Like trying to have a relationship with cameras all around you is not easy. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy. You, you, you know, man, they, they've come. You know, you know, mentioned different stuff to me over the years about reality, and my wife is really adamant about like no. You know, in, in terms right, of. Right. Her, her being involved or our children, which I kind of agree right. with. It, what's, what, what was the no for you? What was like, you know what, I'm in, but you can't show this. What was that for you? I mean, you know, with me, I really wasn't a main character. You know, it was like either the first season I was either with Carly or I was with Stevie. So there wasn't too much no's because, you know, basically everything with Carly was me just kind of being, you know, as far as us trying to develop our relationship. And as far as with Stevie goes, it was just me, I guess, most of the time giving him advice, you know. But what kind of, I think, might have got lost in everything that people might not realize that I'm, you know, I really produce and I'm really an artist. And I've had a couple of big records out there. And, you know, a lot of the people on Love and Hip Hop, you know, like they get to, um, you know, really be seen in their element. So probably, if anything, I want to kind of be more seen in the element of me and my music or even me with my magazine, you know what I'm saying? You know, myself and Dave Mays have been partners since the Source Magazine since 1987, and now we own Hip Hop Weekly. So 
I would have loved to be shown more in that element. But like I said, you know, I was really just coming on. So I could understand, you know, me not being that, that you know, involved as far as my own stuff. So, you know, um, you know, it really wasn't too much no for me for, for the first season. Got it. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. we talking to my man, Benzino. Okay, you, you brought it up. You brought it up, Benzino. So we got to talk about your publishing cool. career. Hey, Rodney, we um, can listen to Rodney, man. I, I got a lot of love and respect for you, so we can talk about anything, my brother, for real. All right, so what we're going to do, we're we going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the source. We're going to talk about yep. Hip Hop Weekly, which is yep. amazing. And, and thank y'all for showing me love so much, man. It's it's like bananas. So let's talk. I want to talk to Benzino, the publisher, man, when I come back. All right? Yeah. Done deal. Hey, y'all, hey, y'all this is Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. Y'all stay right there. We're talking to Benzino, baby. We're doing it. No doubt. Hey, <laughs> what's up? Yeah. What's up, y'all? No doubt. Word. What's up, world? Thanks for tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. Don't forget to follow Rodney on Twitter, at Rodney Perry. And for all your Rodney Perry updates, text Rodney Perry with no spaces to 41411. That's Rodney Perry. Mash that thing together and text it to 41411. Now, back to the show. It's Rodney. Hey, I'm Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's a brand new year. 2013 is bringing us a bunch of guests. Who do you want to see? Give us a call, 718-305-6383. the Black Tour is coming through your door. The Black Tour, that's Rodney Perry's comedy tour, coming to you this year. That's right, every city we're coming to. Check it out on my website, www.rodneyperry.com. You don't want to miss it. That's right, y'all. The Black Tour is coming to you all over the country. We've been traveling since March. We're hitting out every weekend. More cities coming. We're coming to Ontario, California. We're going out west. Y'all get ready. Go to the website, RodneyPerry.com. We're going to get it in. And we are back with my man, Benzino. Uh, Benzino, take me uh, to the emphases of, you know, when you and Dave, you know, first got together and first really start talking about uh, being a voice of hip hop. Oh, man, well, you know, I was, you know, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. You know, Roxbury, Dorchester. That's basically the, the, uh, you know, the urban part, the the hood. You know what I'm saying? Um, Hold on, like let me stop you right there, Benzino. Let me stop you right yeah. there. I don't know if people know Boston, but Boston is not a game. Okay, I've been to Boston. My my boy, they took me through the hood. They was like, Rod, I don't know what you know about Boston, but this ain't new edition. <laughs> you know what, Ronnie? It's funny you say it because where the new edition's from, Orchard Park Projects, is is a real is a real notorious project. I mean, it's really wow. hard around there. So you know what I mean? Like Bobby then really grew up, you know, like real in in in, in a real bad, you know, crazy neighborhood. So you know. I mean, Boston is what it was, you know, I mean, definitely, you know, I mean, it was, you know, definitely like the hood, um, low income, you know, projects all around, you know, you don't really get to see that because the only time people do get to see Boston is probably a Celtics game. And then, you know, right. you ain't going to see too many, too many Hey, hold up, B, something, something happened to your line, hello? Yep. Yep, oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So, yeah. 
no, no, I was just saying, just basically Boston has, you know, has some real tough na- neighborhoods, and a lot of people don't really realize that because, you know, you don't really get to see it, and it's really not, you know, being publicized. But, you know, you would understand Boston in the, say, late 70s, they were still having race riots, okay, wow. with, you know, with, yeah, with white and black people, you know, as far as busting and school busting, they were tipping buses over. I mean, it was, it was pretty crazy. So, Growing up in Boston, you know, um, I'm half Cape Verdean, half Puerto Rican, and, you know, Cape Verdeans are islands off the west coast of Africa, and, uh, you know, yeah. my dad did, my dad did like 20 years, said, you know, I grew up in the streets pretty hard, you know, but hip-hop was always an escape for me, and, you know, I went seeing the movie Wild Style, man, and from then, I just fell in love with it, and, you know, Boston, Massachusetts has um, some of the best hospitals and colleges, of course, it has Harvard, that's one of the most prestigious universities in the world, and that's why I met Dave May. Um, I had a group called the Almighty All Itself, and we were basically doing uh, a couple of interviews at a couple of the stations, and Dave was some interviewers because he had a, uh, a hip-hop station at Harvard. Now, mind you, you know, Harvard only plays, um, you know, classical music on their radio station. There's a little local station, like right down the campus. Dave was playing hip-hop. So we, we really developed a friendship. And he was uh, roommating with a guy named John Schechter. So the, uh, his radio station had my... I, I, I don't know what happened, dog, but we, your line got real low. Move, hold on, Ryan. Let me move. Like, how are we doing right Let me Dave's over here with you now. Let me sit over here, Dave. <laughs> How's that? That's excellent. That excellent. excellent. Okay. Yes, sir. So so basically, you know, I, um, you know, I met Dave was going to Harvard, Dave from D.C., and I basically uh, had a group called the Orange Show that was probably like, you know, the top rap group in Boston at the time. He was a real street kind of gangster rap group. And I met Dave, James from D.C., and I met him. He's in Cambridge, like a river that separates from Boston. Any time I would want to kind of get away from the craziness, I told him, my guys, go out to stay at the store. Hey, 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 B, man, I'm sorry to cut you off, man. I, I, I just can't. I'm having a tough time hearing you. Let, let's do this. Let's see if we can reset. Um, Oh, hold on. Matt, anything we can do on our end? Hold on. Let me just, you know what? I'm going to go sit in the car. Hold on. Okay. You know, maybe it's my house, so if I go sit outside, you know what I'm saying? Hold on. Give me two seconds, right? Okay. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Benzino going to reset. I'm going to play. Smash the homie while you go, while you get hooked oh, up. Oh man, that's dope. Yeah, Roddy, play that. <laughs> I'm playing that. Y'all stay right there. This Roddy Perry is it's live, baby. So you just got to be ready to roll with the punches. I we got about to you. hear I'm this joint. To call right now. <laughs> Smash the homie. Here you go. It's my man Benzino, y'all. What's going on with Benzino? He wants to still date, and you know he wants. to Cause, you know, I got some good stuff down here. You, you got know. rubies down there? Hold up. You know he coming here. This is fucking mind, man. Some digital. She said she want to get to know me. Even though she smashed a homie. I'm just saying what they told me. I try to tell her, keep it low-key She wanna do it like some animals I said I'm with it cause for real, girl, I'm an animal If, if, if we did that, it'd be more that you can handle it I'm off that cushion, I'm off that look, girl, I'm an animal uh, uh, Hold it, this beat is the shit uh, uh, I'm at 
from Miami to Atlanta, so I got a lot of connections, a lot of video people. So that Sunday, that was Friday, man. That Sunday we shot it all day, and you know that was basically my hotel room. Just you know, and we we just had a good time. Okay, wait a minute, B. Did, did you you wrote this song on the fly? You produced it no, like no, that? I, well, no, Sunny Digital produced it. But I okay. wrote the song, and um, you know, you know, I, I, I the song made that that was about, man, about two weeks old. It was a week before I went to um, before I went to uh, Miami, so I just made wow. the song. I mean, the song's based, the song's based on true stories. Like, you know, I never ever tried to have sex with Jocelyn. I never tried to smash Jocelyn. I never all that shit about me DMing her. I texted her. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, first of all. Me and Jocelyn did um, a scene up at the uh, when she came to to, to to my radio show. She came up there. She started saying how, you know, she ain't with Stevie no more. Fuck Stevie, and I'm with the trainer now. I'm fucking my trainer now, and you know, really, you know, I'm I'm sitting there doing my show now. This is when it was commercial time. She's saying all this. I mean, she basically right. said on the show that she that she was single. So I said, you know, there's a there's a guy down here that that does hair products. Last season, he gave Rashida a situation, you know what I'm saying, where Rashida was, uh, you know, being the face of one of his hair product lines. And I said, Jocelyn, you know, I could do the same for you. We was talking, you know, and she said, no no problems, you know, let, let's get this money. You know what I'm saying? She calls me brother. No problem, brother, let's get this money. Okay, she gave me a number. She had a new number or whatever because I, I had a number prior to that. She gave me a new number. I think I gave her my number. I said, well, I'm going to get in contact with you, you know. So we were supposed to do a, a, a conference call like around seven in the morning. Her, um, uh, uh, like her manager, you know, slash manager. I know Stevie's her manager, but the person that right. you know rolls with her on the road. Handle the day to day. Right, I, right. I called Dawn. Um, I let Dawn know that I was calling Jocelyn in the morning to have a conference call. And you know, what I'm saying next thing you know, you know, I, and I, I tried to call, and you know, what I mean, she didn't pick up. So I said, Hey, Jocelyn, that was it. That was the extent of it, Rodney. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, right. I don't, you know, I, you know, what, what, what got brought to me was all surprise to me. Like what had, like, you know, you got to understand when, when we see the show, you guys see the show, you know? And so I didn't know none of that. You know what I mean? I know wow. me and Stevie hadn't talked. I know me and Stevie hadn't talked in weeks. I didn't know what was going on. He wasn't answering the call with him calling. So I didn't know what was going on. So, you know, all that, what people don't realize, love and hip hop is very much real. It's unfortunate because I didn't want to be shown like that arguing with this is my brother and we arguing over a girl and over some lies. And I just couldn't understand how he would take her side for that. But you got to understand, I've seen men do that before. I myself have gotten a situation where I was with a girl and, you know, like my father didn't like the girl, like my kids didn't like the girl and my friends, and she was disrespectful, but I was so much in love, in fact, with what was called love, that, you know, and I knew that she was bad for me. So at the end right. of the day, I know what he's going. I know what he's going through. So the song was just something to make light of the whole situation. Like I'm not going to be mad about it. I'm going to make a song about it. That's all. You know, I never said I smashed Johnson in the song. I never said I smashed Johnson in real life. So you know, I made the song. I made the video. The girl was there, and everybody loves it. You know, and life goes on. Man, you know what? I'm glad you kind of cleared the air because I, I saw those episodes around this whole thing, and and I'm like, that just didn't feel like you. You know what I mean? It was like no. it was like it just was weird. And 
personally, as as a, as a fan of the show, I'm watching. I'm going. This some reality show producer setup. No, nah, you know, man. And it, that, that it, it it looked like you got blindsided though. Man, I was. You know, you understand. Stevie's like my brother. Like we got history. There's nothing that I wouldn't do for Stevie. You know what I mean? Like Stevie. You know, beyond all of how we are, is all with people see him on the show with his women or whatever. Stevie's a great dude, but him, but since he's gotten with this chick, you know everything has changed. You know, you you understand. First season, you know they was all over my crib. Like you understand, yeah. like everything was love, like everything was with with Zeno, with, with the car, the crib, everything. You know what I mean? Everything. I ate everything, whatever, whatever he needed. And it's nothing like I want to sit here and brag about because I, I don't do it to brag. I do it because that's my brother. I would expect it from him to me. So right. so it did blindside me. It did blindside me because, it, you know, it hurt me. It hurt me, and it also hurt me to watch myself react like that and even say those bad things to Johnson. Though I'm upset with her, I still should have been able to control my emotions, but I got beside myself, and, you know, there you have it. Man, the, the song is a smash. It's got thousands and thousands of hits. Um, I I gotta I gotta talk to Benzino, the businessman, that said, "Man, let's drop this now." You right. know, like <laughs> you know, let's drop this now. I got the Johnson lookalike. You know, now has this has has this song had any backlash in your life? Like. You know, is you know, man, with y'all relationship, man. is this gonna affect you and Stevie ever be getting cool again? Listen, Stevie got on Twitter, said some things that made me say some things, and I mean, at this point, I just don't, I, I don't know, Rodney. Like, you know, I'm a cancer, so I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I, cancers don't really hold grudges. Like at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, I, I've been through so much worse and so much craziness in my life that this to me is just. It really is. It's childish. It's immature. You know, I mean, there's so much great things that me and Stevie can do, you know, for us to be going through this mess right now that, you know what I mean, like, I'm, I'm embarrassed. Like, I'm not just wow. putting it on him. It's on me. It's on me, too. But at, but at the end of the day, we live in a time where you have to capitalize. And with the Internet and social media and everything, man, you've got to capitalize on every situation. I mean, you'd be a fool not to, you know. It's funny because when I had the Source magazine and I was putting my own, you know, I, I, I co-owned it, but and I'm also promoting my stuff, people were saying I was crazy and I was nuts and I, and I didn't have no integrity and how could we do that? And when you look at now, everybody does it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. I, I, you would be a fool not to. I mean, when you start looking at, you know, the Rockefellers and the people in this world that are, that are filthy rich, that's what they do. People talk about nepotism, but, you know, people that aren't of color help each other all the time, you right. know. So so why shouldn't right. we? Why why wouldn't we? So, man, I, I, I applaud you, man. I really appreciate you coming on the show and really kind of clearing the air, man. Um, we, we was talking about uh, your, your influence in, as a publisher, because I really want people to kind of get an understanding of what that is. To have a magazine in print in this day and age of everything being digital, that's a huge, huge thing, man. Right. Speak to what that I is. Wanna, I, wanna, I want to clear up all the misconceptions once and for all on your show, all right? I'm going to clear up all the misconceptions, and we're, and we're going to do it once and for all. And if, and if people out there can just take the blinders off or just kind of like just – 
don't judge and just just look at it for common sense, then you'll understand. All right. When Dave discovered the Source magazine, him and his four buddies, his roommate, okay, he he discovered it as a one-page newsletter for a radio station at Harvard that my DJ was uh was was his DJ on, and Dave was the host. I would go up there and co-host it when Dave would have to go back from college to DC. Me and Dave developed a relationship. You know what I mean? I mean back then, even though I'm Cape Verdean black, you know, I, I mean in Puerto Rican. You know, when you go to school, there was only black, white, and other. I wasn't no other. Right. I wasn't white. I was black, okay? So I grew up black. I, I represent black, and that is just what it is. So it's like a black kid and a white kid grew up together as brothers. You know what I mean? So when Dave um, was put my uh, rap group in the magazine, he was receiving flack from a lot of his, a lot of, a lot of the writers. And, you know, to the point where is that, they walked out on him, like, in, in the early 90s, you know, of the magazine. Wow. Everybody wanted him, and wanted him to step down from his magazine because he put an article. This was our first major feature, the group, the Almighty Arison. We had been signed to Tommy Boy. We had been signed to RCA. He, he just put a feature in there, a three-page feature of his, of his brothers. I mean, I'm Dave's brother's best friend group. Okay. The whole staff walked out on him. Now, okay. He, he he held strong. He bought the other guys out, and he said, look, you know, Z, you stood by me on this. You want to be a partner? I said, listen, Dave, I'm not no magazine guy. You know, you know, I I, I, I like I got a rap group, and, and, and I'm still in the streets. He's like, but nah, man, you, you showed loyalty, so I want to show you loyalty. So to me it wasn't sure. Dave, whatever, it's great, fine. I'm your partner. It doesn't matter whether it's paper, whether it's on a handshake. Okay, fine. So from there, we've always stuck by each other. As years went on, I've learned more about branding. I've learned more about magazine, the duties of the business side, all right? Now, you've got to understand, there's always an uh, editorial side and there's a business side. Those days, the source was the only thing popping. XXL came after, Vibe came after, Rap Pages, uh, Blaze Magazine, all that came after the source magazine, all right? So, you know, my relationship, I'm getting... I, I, you know, I'm getting more deals. I'm, I'm still in the magazine, and people are giving people mics. I've never had nothing to do with giving anybody mics, Rodney, ever. I've never, ever. For the five mics, those editorial people would get together in the room, and they would sit there and talk about it. I've never been in the room with them, never had anything wow. to do with that. Okay. All right, so I want to clear that up. Because in my mind, you would understand, in my mind, you know, everybody listens to different music, so I never, ever want to sit back and think that one, you know, just because some people say that, all right, I don't like it, that means that I have to take their word for it. My thing is everybody should be able to go listen for themselves. And I don't believe yeah, anybody. It's a piece like, of art. It's like, it's like judging a painting. You know, everybody's Thank view you. of that painting is different. So I get that. Thank you. So, okay, but, but of course, the mics was the source's biggest thing. People lived and died by it, and I respected that. There was times when Proz came up to me. When I finally met Proz the Fuji's, he was like, yo, I never liked you because I always thought that you was the one that didn't give us the five mics. I said, I had nothing to do with giving you four and a half mics. I said, I loved your album personally. I had nothing to do with that. Nori, which me and Nori are super tight, my, another brother from the industry, he said the same thing. So, you know, there was a lot of perception up there. Now, fast forward and everything, um, I'm starting to do more things for the magazine. You know, like the, the whole Source Awards, heavily involved with executive producing that with Dave, which ended up being really the catalyst for any really award show out there that has to do with hip hop, okay? Yeah, um, very true. Very the source, true. The source, the source hip hop hits 
was my idea to grab different artists and make compilations and promote them through the magazine. That was before Now. The, those compilations called Now came out, and we sold 5 million of those, all right? So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that, like the hip-hop behind bars was my idea. Like, try to, like, take the magazine to a whole format of really kind of, you know, kind of more street-wise, like when 50 Cent and them came out. Like, you know, you don't understand. Like, I, like me and 50 was cool. Like, before, before the whole Eminem stuff, me and 50 was like, you know, Ja Rule and him, who's like definitely probably the closest friend I have in 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 the industry. I never even knew Ja back then. When when Ja and him, that shit happened, when 50 got stabbed up, he was at the Hit Factory. I was down the street at Sony with, with a group called The Made Men. He it was the first time I met him. We met. He said that, you know, he was being produced by the track masters. I knew Steve Stout. He said he used to hear my name. I was a solid dude. I called him a car service because he was bleeding a little bit from the stab wound. Called him a car service and got him, and, and, and then got him to the hospital because I don't even know if wow. he had any money on him. All right? Wow. So, Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, later on, of course, the Eminem situation came up. And, you know, my this, this is my thing on that. All right. I, I grew up in Boston where... Racism was all my life. I seen that as a young kid, but my father was, you know, my father was really a part of the Italian mafia. He was a part of the Irish. He was really one of the only guys up there that really was messing with both both of them heavy as far as the major people up there. And he right. went and did fifteen twenty years. So understand, I had to, you know, I had to be the one out and and really kind of, you know, handle his business. With people, you know what I'm saying, as far as with different situations and different businesses. So I got to meet some of these great Italian men, great Irish men, great Jewish men, uh, Colombian, like just different men. So I wasn't, I wasn't racist, you know what I'm saying, because my brother Dave Mays is the closest one to me. You know what I mean? So and, and he's Jewish. So my thing is, I got to see racism. So when Eminem, I just got to see Eminem when, when hip hop was brought people together. As far as race, I mean, more than religion, hip-hop brought people together more than the culture of hip-hop has brought different races together like nothing else in the history of our existence, like yeah. they, like hip-hop has brought races together. Okay, so, you know, the powers that be really didn't want that. They don't, you know, when, you know, Lil Johnny and them are coming home and there's a lot of chocolate on their walls on them posters, they got to even that out. And it just seemed like, Eminem was just used. I wouldn't say it's not like he came up with the idea. And he's a he's a great lyricist. He's an incredible. Yeah, lyricist. yeah, he he he's he's Elvis. He's Elvis Presley. It's not that Elvis wasn't talented, but he was used to 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 forward that agenda for that time. To separate, yes, to separate, to separate. Because now look, you don't even see no more black rock bands. You wouldn't even know a, a black guitar player that would even know how to play guitar. Okay, and that to me is what I didn't want to happen in hip hop. You would understand in Boston, I used to see it when Monkey Mark and the Funky Bunch came out, and I seen how it was then. And you know, we was busting our ass up there getting the street cred, but then he comes out and automatically he's everywhere. And you know, like of course that didn't sit well with some kids from the street that put it in, and the streets love them, and you know we have a big following. But then when they come, they win the Boston Music Award right off top. First year out, you know, so, you know, it, it just, I, 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 and then I knew Steve Stout, and Steve Stout was a part of that, you know, because they was trying to deal with other rappers, but I, I, understood, I understood it, and my thing was, I just spoke up against it. Now, it was, you know, the people at the source loved them, 
And that was good, and it wasn't about music for me because I never considered myself this great lyricist. You know, I was a street dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was that. And, you know, I just went at him. I went at him with a couple of songs like anybody goes at anybody. Once I went at him, oh, my God, radio stations couldn't take it. Nobody could understand it. Oh, my God, Insco pulled all the advertising. Oh, you guys are the worst thing. Like, I mean, that's what hip-hop is. Hip-hop is everybody going at each other. But when I went at him... Everybody, yeah, it was it was a whole different agenda, Rodney. Honestly, man, it was, you know, and I regret it. I do because at the end of the day, it made me look like I was being racist, and and that's not it. Eminem is an incredible lyricist. He's great at what he does. It was just that, you know, it was a point where a lot of people were making a lot of money. You know, black people were making and Latino people were making money independently. All those record companies that were owned by young black men are gone. All those clothing companies that were owned by young black men are wiped out. I mean, yeah. people were really getting money back then from hip, for hip-hop, and it got wiped out. And, now, you know, now, you, you let, me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, B. Okay. So, in retrospect, well, well, well the follow-up question to the Eminem story is this. Is that, is that a relationship that could ever be? You know, because of the history, could 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 y'all ever sit down and be like and have this conversation? You think, man, man, do you know how big that would be? Not just for anything about me. It's not about me. Do you know how big that that would be for our kids? I mean, yeah. there's still you know a situation with racism out here. Let let me give an example, and I don't want to start nothing up, but let me give an example. All right, Eminem and Royce the Five Nine put out, um, and this is nothing against them because I love those guys. I love their music. I went on MTV. I apologized about the whole situation because I don't want young white kids coming up thinking that I'm against white people. I don't want, at the same time, um, I'm, I'm strong in my beliefs as far as with being fair with black and Latino people that has, has to happen. So I'm not selling out neither one side. I want everybody to get along. But the, but the reality is we get the short end of the stick. And if, if you know, I... Back then, the source was about politics. It just wasn't about, see, Hip Hop Weekly, we don't deal with politics. So I don't, you know, it's no more of that. But back then, we dealt with that. And this was something that should have been dealt with. So I would love to sit down with Eminem. Like, do you know how big that would be to show young America, young white America, young black America, young Asian America, young Latino America? Do you know how great that would be to see him sit down and actually conversate about this? And actually, yeah. us could get up and hug each other and shake each other's hand. Do you know how big that would like, like, like would be? Oh man, no, no, no. It's that would be huge, and I would I, I would love to do that with him because I, I I know he's not a bad person. I know deep down inside he he's not a a horrible person and a bad person. He wants drama. Like I, I understand. I don't either. Like, I, but you know, at the end of the day, like we have to look beyond us. We're not going to be here one day. Like this can help people. You know, coming up, this can help our kids and our kids' kids. Hey, l- let me ask you this, Benzino. I mean, you- you're a grown man, 47 years old. Is the Benzino I'm talking to now way different than maybe a decade ago, or maybe two decades Ooh. ago? Like, are, are you? What- what's different? Like, wh- like, could we have had this conversation, you know, 15 years ago? You'd be like, man, you know what? Huh. What-, what would it- what would have been different? So, some things are the same with Zeno, Rodney. Like, I'm still a caring person who cares about people. I've helped a lot of people. I've broke bread with a lot of people in these years from the Source magazine and now. I've put a lot of people on, put money in a lot of people's pockets. I've helped a lot of people's careers. Um, so, you know, but, yes, you know, 
I, there, you know, we live in a time where whatever's on your mind, you cannot say at all times, mm-hmm. and you have to learn. You have to learn that. Um, I want to say, unfortunately, I want to say, I just want to say that, you know, I was born in '65. Uh, and, you know, there was a lot of unrest in 65, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I came up to a time where, like I said, where there was, like, people were, buses were getting tipped over because black kids were getting bused to different parts of white neighborhoods, and it was ridiculous in the 70s. So, you know, I've went through a lot. I've evolved as a person because I've understood that now, whereas that before I was, I, I was insensitive to how somebody else would feel about it, opposed to me trying to get people to see my revolutionary side and getting people to side with me because although my intentions were always good because anything that I might have fought for back there was just for the equality of all. And that was it. Like, it was nothing was for Benzino. Like, Ronnie, I had millions of dollars back there. Like, when I do this, when I did this, I knew what the rep- what, what, what kind of the repercussions were, like, were going to be. But, you know, I didn't back down because of, of, of the type of person I was. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, yeah, like, definitely I've changed. Of course, man. Yeah. Like, I have kids. I have, I have three kids now. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've evolved as a man, as a human. I've made mistakes. You know what I mean? I've made mistakes back then. You know, but it's made me a better person, man. And, you know, at the end of the day, as long as my heart is pure, then, you know, I don't have any – what anybody else thinks of me is ancillary, it's secondary. As long as my heart is pure and people who do think good of me come to me, because no matter – even back then, wherever I go, I still get love from any hood, from anywhere. So, you know, I don't have a black heart. I got I have a pure heart. I, I've always had that. Man, you know, it's great. It's great to hear you say that, and and especially as someone who has been through the business – been through the record business, especially as an artist on both sides, in the publishing side, um, to navigate those waters with your heart, you know, the way it is, how difficult is that? Because sometimes you feel like as a good person, there's no place for you in this business. Is that true? Man, right now you're my therapist, man. I swear to God, man. Yeah, you're talking some realness, man. Like, you're actually breaking it down to me even more than I could even for myself because that's what it's all about. Like, you can't have too many failings in this game. This is a, a business, and you have to treat it as so. And, you know, I think I was trying to save the world. I was trying to save, and though, you know, that's what our forefathers did. That's what Malcolm Martin, that's what a lot of people, that's what teachers, that's what counselors. I mean, you can go on and on and on. That's what people down trying to deal with these gangs out here. I mean, anybody that's trying to uplift our communities and help us without trying to find money back or um, another type of price in return for themselves, that's a beautiful person. And, it's, you know, it's just, you know, like I'm just a, a ant, you know, in a, in, a, in a huge, huge, huge industry. You know what I'm saying? And I wore my emotions on my sleeve. I was also my own boss. And sometimes that's not good. I wasn't ready for that, I don't think, not, not in the industry. You know, the streets and the industry are different, you know, and you can't bring it. And I think a lot of people make mistakes when they cross the two. And, I, and I've learned wow. the hard way. You know, I've paid, my, I've paid my dues, but also I've paid the price. And, you know, I don't take nothing for granted, and I don't hold no grudges. You know what I'm saying? I want to make friends, and I want to make, I want to network more with people, and I want to build relationships, and I don't want to burn bridges anymore. 
Wow, man, hey, hey, man, I, I can't tell you how impressed I am. And and but but dude, I'm telling you, man, when I first met you, we, we was at the Candy Coated Nights. I was I, I was like impressed at that moment because you know I'm I'm the type of person you know I, I lead with my heart as well and. I make snap judgments on people. You know, if you're a cool person, you you didn't have to be cool. And I done met some reality, quote unquote. I'm doing the quotes in the air. I done I done met some reality people that's not cool, dude. And for you to stop the way you did, the way you dealt with people, you know, you you dealt with people. You was like, yo, anybody, you know, you took pictures and stuff like that. Like that's that's powerful to me because that showed me an appreciation for this game, man. What's next for Benzino, dog? Man, you know, Ronnie, I come from the Academy Homes Projects in Boston, Massachusetts, man, and we was poor, man, and I mean, we went through a lot. This is a blessing. You know, I might have took almost 800 pictures, pictures Memorial Day weekend, right? I mean, I was getting mobbed so much, and I, and, and I don't care who it was. I was sweating at the end of the day. I mean, hours and hours of just taking pictures, and I made sure that I took a picture with anybody who wanted a picture because it's a blessing. Love I can embrace all day, so, you know, I don't, I don't you know, People that are people that act like that, you know what I'm saying. I don't think they'd even know what they're doing. So I don't even, you know, I don't even blame them because, you know, what I mean, it is what it is. But as far as what's next for me is, um, man, I just, I just did my real chops of acting in um single ladies. You're gonna see me in the upcoming single ladies. I did really well. Nice. Oh uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm really happy about that. No, man, that was probably one of the happiest moments. I really want to thank. Like Queen Latifah and Shaq Kim and the, everybody there was was super cool and of course you know like, um you know Lisa Ray is like my sister you know she hosts the Source Awards she did the Source All Access back then like I love her to death words can't even express express my feelings towards Lisa Ray so I want to thank everybody for that um uh, yeah Terrell Tilfit and then um you know uh, Hip Hop Weekly like you know we're still doing Hip Hop Weekly I'm very much involved with that the weekly thing with that me and Dave um down here in Atlanta. Um, you know, Love and Hip Hop, we're about to wrap up one more week and you know, I mean from you know, shit you can expect season three fast, man, like the numbers are so out off the chain with it, you know, V H one ain't playing, man. Like they're doing an incredible job because people love it to death. I could definitely attest to that. And I just wanna thank everybody out there that supports me, man, and like words can express. I've been through so much and to see all the love for the song, the love for my role on um on uh on loving hip hop, man, and just the love in general is just words can't express, man. I mean, it, it, it's deeper with me because of all that I've went through these last man since you know me and Dave since the fall of the source with me and Dave since you know since since we left the source in '06. It's been, I mean, you gotta understand, right? You know, we you know, we lost everything. You know what I mean? Wow. And I say that humbly and I say that respectfully. You know what I mean? We lost everything. You know, so um, man, it's been a hell of a climb. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's it showed me, it showed me a lot. You know what I'm saying? It showed me a lot, and you know, with the grace of God, man, we're gonna keep it moving and just keep climbing. Man, awesome, man. This has been a great talk, man. We gotta hook up. You, we just gotta chop it up like in real life, dog, man. I, I, I you know, I don't say this a lot. I, I want to be your friend, Benzino. Oh man, Ronnie, listen, <laughs> I, man, I, 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 I don't live far at all. I, I, I love to grill and cook. You come over. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I'm, man, I'm a, I'm a chef, man. For I get it in, and let's just sit down, man, you know, throw on the television and just, and just chop it up, man. I'd love to do that. Matter of fact, we also need a feature for the next Hip Hop Weekly, so I'm going to have Dave 
um, get in touch with Maddie, and you know, we're like we set that up, man, because man, I, this talk is, I mean, you know, honestly, like I, this is probably one of the best interviews I've ever done. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, like you really, like you, you've made me see a lot. You know, certain questions and just your demeanor, man. Like, and I think, I think that's a problem today, also with, I think, with this whole internet. I think a lot of people abuse it. I think mm-hmm. you know a lot of it times instead of you know solving the issues and coming up with great uh, something for somebody to you know really kind of think about you know what I'm saying it's people just want to get reactions and and, and when you try right. to just get reactions and you try that 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 shock jock stuff it, it it's really actually you know it, it really hurts us you know what I mean it it, it does and you know and I, and I don't want to say that being a hypocrite because of what goes on 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 I know there's a lot of drama on um on uh, love and hip hop but you know if anything you know what i'm saying people especially as our culture can relate to it because if they go through the same thing like some of that stuff you can look and see what not to do you know what i mean exactly. like you know you know yes like everybody every every cast member on there i love them they're my cast members and you know i'm, I'm glad everybody's glad to get work and they're blessed but at the end of the day, everybody is also human. Everybody on there is yeah. human. You know what I mean? And, you know, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's not easy with cameras, your emotions. You're, you're laying everything on the line. There's a lot of embarrassment that goes along with it. There's a lot of, uh, you know, judging that goes along, and it, it's not easy. So, you know, you know, I want everybody, you know, I definitely want everybody to know out there, though, what you see, everything going on. Yeah, you, you, you see drama and you see conflict, but... You could take that and look at that and what not to do and look at it and, and you know, create conversation and create what, what should have been done, what the right thing would have been done because there's only black and white, and I've noticed this growing up. There's no gray area. There's right and wrong, and that's it. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. And we all make mistakes. You can't be a genius. You can't be great if you don't make the mistake. You know, you have to because there's a lot that goes along with life and emotions and growing up. So, you know, come on, man. You know, everybody – we're all on this earth together. We got to get along. We're not perfect. Each one teach one, man. You know what I'm saying? Make sure that we protect our kids, man, and we should be all right. Hey, you can follow him on Twitter, I am Benzino. That's I-A-M-B-E-N-Z-I-N-O. Just, man, a, a great human being. Thank you for coming on. His Instagram is also uh, I am Benzino, and the, the record is on the streets. You can watch the video. It's called Smash the Homies, man. I can't thank you yeah, enough for coming iTunes. on, B. It's on, yep. And it's on iTunes. It's on iTunes. Also, uh, right. yep. yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah, you can get it on iTunes for sure. Yep, yep. I really, man, Rodney, man, you, listen, you, man, I appreciate, I really appreciate you, man. Like, I love you, man, and I, and, and I respect you, man, and, Honestly, man, you know, like, you know, like this show, I'm going to support it to the end because this is the type of stuff that not just, you know, it's not about, again, it's, it's, it's you know, hip-hop is about everybody. And if more people can listen to this show, man, and just hear your spirit, man, I'm telling you, this is, this is what we need to hear. This is the type of stuff that everybody needs to hear. And the way you eloquently, you know, pr- project yourself, man, it's, it's, it's you know, I, I really enjoyed myself. At any time, whatever you need me for, I'm there. Whatever show, whatever there. You call me and I'm there. ASAP. Hey, it's done, man. Good looking, y'all. Y'all know the man. His name is Benzino. He's one of them dudes. You know when I say that, what I mean. He's one of them dudes. Just a good cat, solid individual, real man. And you know what, B, before I let you go, that's so important that you are that. I mean, you, you're a father, you know, and, and you, you're not afraid to project that image because I think we as men of color, 
good dudes don't get good don't get no press. That's right. You well, know what I'm saying? You know, I, <laughs> I, man, listen, I just you know what I mean. Like I said, it's I'm just glad that you know I, I was able that people can see me in a good light because you know I've made I've made some wrongs and um you know like like I said like I've I've regretted a lot. You know, sometimes they say you can't live with regrets. I've learned that you can because if you because because you could change yourself through through regret. And I've learned that. So, you know, if there's anything I want to tell people out there, you're never too big to say sorry. If if you're wrong, you're wrong. Just right your wrong and keep it moving. A lot of times we suffer from that. We don't want to admit men and women. We don't want to admit them wrong. And you get so embarrassed and you end up lashing out saying things that have nothing to do with it. You're just lashing because you, in your mind you're thinking you're wrong and you can't handle you know, because somebody might think some way of you, and we just have to stop thinking like that as a people. You're going to be wrong, okay? You're going to be wrong. Right your wrong and just keep it moving. I'm telling you, you'll be a better person, and the person that you're dealing with will, um, will be a better person. It helps everybody. I love it. Hey, man, once again, thank you so much, B, for coming on. It's Benzino. Again, he's at I Am Benzino. Hit him up. Tell him you heard him on the show, man, and we're going to keep building and keep doing positive stuff. Y'all stay blessed. That's my show for the day. Appreciate y'all. It's Roddy Perry. We're doing it all over the world. Roddy Perry Live. That's Benzino, and we're going to play this one more time before we get out of here. The name of the joint is hey, Smash the Home. Hey, no, Smash the Home. I'm an animal. <laughs> <laughs> He wants to still date, and you know he wants to, cause you know I got some good stuff down here. You, you got rubies down there. You got rubies down there. Hold up, you know he told me he's a bitch. Bitch, he's a bitch. She said she wanna get to know me. Even though she smashed a homie I'm just saying what they told me I try to tell her keep it low-key She wanna do it like some animals I said I'm with it cause for real girl I'm an animal If, if, if we did that it'd be more that you can handle it I'm off that cushion, I'm off that look, girl I'm an animal uh-uh, Hold it, this beat is the shit I'm at the bank, still holding my dick. Yeah, yeah. Hold the smack while I empty the clip. Yeah, hand me straight while I empty the fifth. That's when I got all my animal shit. Still a savage, but it's paper, I'm handling shit. By my business, catch you later, I'm better than this. I'm on your TV screen, but still I will shatter this bitch. She said she wanna get to know me.
girl, I'm an animal. If, if, if we did that, it'd be more that you can handle them. I'm off that cushion, I'm off that look, girl, I'm an animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That brand new drop, my Z, I bought it. Yeah. See that new Louis luggage, I copped it. Secretaries get beat in my office. It's not enough, so I turn down the office. Fuck, fuck them niggas, cause I'll get on my animal shit. I come through with a hundred killers, go hammer this bitch. If you no choice, then motherfuckers gon' have to submit. We, we tore it down and you said, look with them animal shit. She said she wanna get to know me. Cause for real girl I'm an animal If we did that it'd be more that you can handle though I'm off that cushion, I'm off that look girl I'm an animal I'm going out with my 